0: And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, lead analyst at Free Dawkins on YouTube, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, contributor at mavs.com. Just taking in that last little bit of summer, just just holding on to it for dear life. What you got for me, Isaacaris? All right, so I
1: got a little, a little story right off the bat. Um, it is It is summertime, and it's about to be the end of some, well, not really, because summer goes forever. In it's
0: Texas. weird for for us because summer is now just beginning, kind of the off season and free agency and the draft is like doesn't feel like it's summer to me. It just feels like even summer league doesn't feel like summer to me. It's like part of the season. Yes, and then summer is like our our break because summer in my mind, and maybe this is just school system growing up that summer was when you don't do things, <laughs> right? Like when things yes. don't happen, it's like school doesn't happen, so you're <laughs> off for summer. In both my jobs,
1: like the other job I work at a church, uh, our summer is the craziest time of mission trips and camps and all this stuff. And then, bam, this job is crazy over the summer. And then they both hit this kind of dead period a little bit through (laughs) August, September. But so back at the first part of the summer, my wife and my son, they decided to go to Brazil. So they went to Brazil for three weeks. And right before, so my son just turned one, uh, one year old the other day, a few days ago. Congrats, uh, and <laughs> so right before they're about to go to Brazil, my wife drops the, hey, I'm not feeling too well. This feels this feels a little bit like pregnancy the first time around, and I'm like, don't you drop that right now? Like you're about to leave. This is weird. Like I we can't. No, this is crazy. So. Dave, of like her flight, she's like, I'm fine. No big deal. Like, okay, whatever. So then she goes to Brazil. She's in Brazil for like two days. She calls me up and she's like, hey, uh, yeah, we're going to have baby number two. And I'm like, Woo! oh, snap. So like they were gone. (laughs) They were gone for three weeks. And I'm just like (laughs) looking at the walls without my family here in my house, doing podcasts the whole time. Uh but I'm just like looking at the walls, just like what the crap? Like are we like so uh yeah, so over the past month we've uh did the whole thing, we had the first uh heartbeat uh appointment for baby number two and uh we're both uh yeah, we're both super nervous about it, but we're super excited about it too. And uh it's coming around. So a new Mavs fan is coming into the world Let's in twenty twenty. When we
0: started doing this podcast in May of 2017, Isaac had zero children, and now he's going to have two children. How wild is that?
1: Now, here's my only thing, okay? So, due date is, like, towards the end of February. Trade deadline's in February. So, (laughs) it can't, like... Baby's got to stay in there a little bit past the deadline because we got to make sure nothing crazy happens over the just deadline. In case
0: Tim Hardaway Jr. gets traded. I'm <laughs> just being real. Like,
1: trade deadline is one of my favorite times of the year. So, uh, baby's got to stay in the oven until deadline's uh, over.
0: Dang. That's congratulations. I told you this off air, but it'd feel weird if I didn't say it right now. Congratulations on the Here's baby. just dead silence. Yeah. Okay. If I, if I just did like a non sequitur and moved on, everyone would be like, damn, like Nick's a jerk. <laughs> congratulations to you and your wife. That's amazing. The miracle of life. Yes, strikes again.
1: It, it's crazy. And uh, I appreciate it. Thanks for all you guys who've uh, followed along the way for all of our lives and yeah. all of this stuff.
0: Tweet Isaac. Congratulations, everyone. <laughs>
1: Nothing creepy, though.
0: Since it's the summer, uh, you can say congrats on the sex. That's fine. You can say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today on the podcast, what we're going to talk about is we'll talk about the all-decade team that came out for NBA TV. Oh, really? Uh, we'll talk about that briefly. Um uh, there is a big omission that we'll talk about.
1: Oh, and come on. We got to de- We You didn't even tell me this. We got to dedicate a whole pod to this because I what, cause I want to, like, really argue this, a few of these things. Oh, you do? Kobe, okay, well... Yeah, because we'll, Kobe we'll, shouldn't be on this thing and, like, we need to talk about it more. We'll talk about it. Okay.
0: And then we'll get into some more mailbag questions and um, there's one more thing. Where are you going to... Where's one more thing we we're going to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> okay, maybe
1: I, I have I have, like, a few questions. <laughs> That's all MAPS related. I mean, I don't... <laughs> <laughs>
0: welcome to the summer boys oh, yes <laughs> we girls. are yeah welcome to the summer boys and few girls uh i always tell my wife and i get excited when when women tweet and they say that they listen to the podcast oh, i get so i get so pumped <laughs> like yes it's not just men. it's such a small
1: percentage but i get so excited when you guys tweet at us
0: <laughs> we appreciate it to the the all four of you
1: and sometimes it's hey can you give my boyfriend or husband a shout out.
0: Yes, which we're fine with when we'll do. Hey, I'm down for. For sure. Okay, so the all-decade team came out for NBA TV. Uh this is the, so the all-decade team is is weird. They started with the 2009-2010 season and they went until this past season. So it is like a decade of of seasons. Mm. And it's weird cuz to me, I guess it would start 2010 to like 2020, but I guess I don't know. It's yeah, weird it looks because, like
1: they do 2009, 10 to 2019, 20, or is that be 11 years?
0: Yeah, it's weird yeah, because NBA season overlaps two different years, and so it just it's all messed up. But anyway, that's what they did. So some people were saying, "How can this player be on it?" Well, it goes all the way back to 2009, 2010. Like it, it does go back all the way to there. Um, yeah. First team: Steph Curry, James Harden, LeBron, Durant, Kawhi. It's it's pretty hard to go against that list. Yeah. Second team, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, Carmelo Anthony, Blake Griffin, and Anthony Davis. Gosh, I bet people
1: hated the mellow one.
0: The mellow one is, is – I mean, Mellow Mello was – I mean, he, you're talking about the beginning. So, like, 09 2010 he mm-hmm. was – that's when he made the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers that year. And they almost they almost beat him. Like, they went in – I think it was a six or seven-game series. Uh, and so, like, mellow was playing really well then. It's not like the mellow we know today – he people, was, it, it's it, yeah, that stuff makes me so mad because I'm people
1: just want he's gonna be in that he, not really T Mac because I think people, uh, most people believe T Mac was good and just like this next generation behind us of seeing Carmelo and like uh, the narrative around Carmelo over the past like three or four years is now that's like his thing. And I'm like, man, he was so good. And that kind of goes like Derek Rose, what. How I don't think people remember I mean people remember R H but say, like
0: there are definitely Derrick Rose stands that remember not, very well.
1: For sure. But When you you keep going down to the younger crowd, there is a crowd out there on Twitter and fans of the NBA that don't remember just how good Derrick Rose was. Like, oh, there's one thing. I was like, oh, he's a former MVP that just got hurt. No, no, no. He wasn't just a former MVP. He was so dang good in Chicago. Like athleticism that we might not have ever seen before at the point guard spot. Like it was
0: insane. I just uh, anyway. That, and I watch some of this stuff. And the the other that's going to happen got... more. More that like numbers are inflated because individual players' numbers are inflated right now because they just and stars use so many possessions for an NBA team. That's just the way the NBA is designed right now. That players like that are going to look be looked at worse and worse. Um, so that was the second team. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, let's talk about the third team and talk about the big omission that they made. All right, Isaac. So the third team. This is the all-decade team from two thousand nine, ten to two 2000- thousand. 18-19 uh, this past season. Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant, Paul George, Giannis, and LaMarcus Aldridge. Giannis is kind of wild to me because he didn't come into the league until 2014. So you're talking four years that he missed and he's still on the team. And the beginning, first you know, three or four years for him were kind of dicey. They weren't like that great either.
1: So I haven't seen all of these lists. I just wanted to save it because –
0: yeah, it's, we'll, so just, I, we'll just reveal it, and this is our reaction. We'll dive into it later, but this is our reaction to it. Did did uh did I not hear Dirk's name? You did not hear Dirk's name, and you I didn't did, know if I it,
1: was just like losing memory, and you, or I mean, like and hearing. You did loss.
0: hear Lamarcus Aldridge's name.
1: They put Aldridge over Dirk. Yes. Okay, so do we have? Like uh, receipts on this, like who voted or how this thing was made.
0: It was apparently a panelist from NBA TV.
1: Mm, this this is gonna be good.
0: <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, they did
1: that. R- Ryan Hollins.
0: <laughs> I don't know if he's with NBA TV.
1: Uh, he's with ESPN, I think. Um, yeah, that's just ludicrous. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean whoa! I me whoa! <laughs> It's actually, it's not, uh, yeah, I, I need to do more homework on this so I can uh, properly roast this. But
0: but our instant reaction is that it's ridiculous that Dirk is not on this team because Dirk won a title.
1: I was going to say, wow, I mean, it's not like Dirk won a title in this decade or anything. What the freaking crap? Like, who, <laughs> what in the world? Oh, anyway, I don't want to, this is not, you're not going to get fiery Isaac on like in the summer. Like, this is hard to do at this point. And I feel like I stand for Aldridge more than some
0: people. (sighs) Aldridge did – I mean, Aldridge made seven All-Stars and five All-NBAs in this time period. The one – honestly, the one you could take out is Giannis. Like, Giannis, three All-Stars, three All-NBAs. Like, he was decent, but his stats overall, like, 18 points a game, eight boards, and four rebounds. If you're talking this entire – if you're talking the entire decade, that's like his career essentially.
1: Yeah, like he has not been—he
0: has not been this good for for very long.
1: How many All Stars did Aldridge have during that time frame? Seven. Oh, okay. Dirk had six during that time frame. Dirk also won a
0: title. That should matter more.
1: No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like Dirk had six, and he is older in this. Like, and this is just stupid. Anyway,
0: that's our that's our instant reaction. Uh, Tweet us. Let us know what you think about. Uh, the all-decade team. We'll dive into it a little bit more, uh, maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day or so. Um, all right. Let's move on to the mailbag. Give us a couple more of these questions that the uh, the listeners sent us.
1: All right. So question number one, why is the NBA TV panel in, <laughs> full of idiots? No. Okay. So. Um, they knew this before? Dang. These, we did. have
0: astute listeners. <laughs>
1: Uh, do you want a brand new question or do you want a question that I answered last week that I think is a good question?
0: Okay. Do a good question
1: <sighs> from last week. Okay. What piece? Okay. Let's assuming that Luca and KP are unbelievable this year. Like they're great. The duo is set. Good to go. What is the third? What is the next piece to make them a championship contender? Mm. And I'll preface this with this. They only they left it at that, but when I talked about it cuz I want to see what you say the route that you can go with this. Another like elite ball handling scoring point guard. Do we need a uh, an elite big man alongside KP? Do we need a versatile like four man that can play make two? Do we need a lockdown wing defender that is like I mean, yeah, that is a lockdown wing defender that can hit threes like but they're like near all star level, if not all star level. That third type of piece. What right. is what is he, that? Here's my answer.
0: I'm ready. And right after the break. <laughs> no, no, no. If he wasn't so, oh no, ornery. If he hadn't forced. Ornery. His, what is this word? What is ornery? That? You've never heard of ornery? I have not. Pull your dictionary app out and look it up.
1: <sighs> I'm uh,
0: Google. If you and if he hadn't forced his way out of several situations and just uh, (laughs) been a curmudgeon, just Chris Paul would be the perfect fit for this team. I mean, they need a defensive point guard. If he wasn't his age, obviously too, and his contract and all the great word to
1: describe Chris Paul. Yes.
0: Um, If he hadn't, if all that stuff wasn't true, Chris Paul would be a great addition. Like he, the, the type of player that he is on the court, the the guy that can he can set up your offense, but he also doesn't have to. He can he can play off the ball. He did that with with James Harden, and he was pretty effective doing that. And he's defensive. Like he made a ton of all defensive teams coming up. Like that's the type of guy that the Mavs need. They need your defensive guard that can also playmake and can set up guys and can also shoot the three. Like they need a guy they need a point guard or a guard type like that. Hmm. That's my answer. Okay. I like it. Chris Paul without the other stuff, the contract, the age, the orneriness. So like
1: Clippers, Chris Paul, but not ornery.
0: Yes, that would be, that would be awesome.
1: So I went the, yeah, I debated on those four a little bit. Well, I don't think, yeah, I don't think the need for like an elite big man alongside KP is there, like as far as a center.
0: Yeah, I I was, I I was thinking about that. I was like, who, it'd have to be like the four type.
1: Yeah, so that's where I landed. Like a Paul
0: Millsap, it would have like Draymond Green. Yeah, like yeah,
1: Dray, yeah. like Draymond Green. Prime Dr- Draymond is. I think that would take this team. To a whole different level, and would take this duo to a whole different level. A guy that didn't have to get a certain number of shots. A guy that is versatile defensively, that can play this this quote small ball with KP at the end of games. That is your bulldog in this team. Like he would check literally every single check mark. Just
0: a once in a generation player, you know that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I tried to stay away from like his name, but like just the versatile four man that can with KP at the five that you can roll. And I'll say this. I thought the extension blew me away. Yeah. I was floored by that extension news. And the fact that it's like Rich Paul and Rich Paul like prioritizes money. It feels like over everything. And the fact that Draymond signed that, like it it just blew me away with this upcoming summer. And there was not a ton of free agents and somebody like a Detroit, not Detroit, but like a team like that, like I could have seen Atlanta handing, I mean,
0: just flat out max. Like, I wonder if we're gonna start seeing it swing the other way, where you have this this off where all these players are just changing teams and changing teams and moving around. But then you had your Dirks and your Dwayne Wade's, and, and Dwayne Wade obviously he moved, he changed teams, went to Chicago, went to Cleveland. But we saw those guys <laughs> stay with the team for oh. so long, and we've seen that the Damian Lillard now start to do this. That the we've seen. Durant changed teams, win two titles, and it kind of mean nothing to him, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've just seen that happen now. And I wonder if it's going to swing the other way for some guys. We're gonna, They're going to be like a Damian Lillard or, or a Draymond Green where they want to stay with the team for their entire career. I wonder if we're going to start seeing more guys like that. And obviously, it's not just... Just because it's a trend in the NBA means everybody thinks this way. Everybody is different. They all have their own personalities. There's different guys that are just more loyal or others. Some guys have been traded against their will. It's just, it takes a very special player to spend their entire career with one team. And even Kobe Bryant spent the entire <laughs> his entire career, but he wanted to get traded at one point. I thought he was going to get traded to Clippers at one point during his career uh, before he won the other two titles. And uh, I wonder if we're going to start seeing more guys do that because the player empowerment also empowers players to stay with their team. Yeah, I think they can still get it, traded at any moment's notice, but that's that's a situation where they're not. I think they want to really keep that trio together for the entire thing, and so I think it worked on both sides.
1: The I'm all for that trio staying in Golden State. I love it's cool when players stay and. Uh, we've been pretty open, like we we haven't been Warriors haters and everything, and I've enjoyed that team, watching yeah. that team play basketball, and so I I love the fact that he stayed. I was just floored by the the price. I mean, I just thought it yeah, I, I thought it was gonna be a lock that he was gonna be making over thirty a year. I mean, he's he's gonna be making less than thirty a year for the next four years. That that right there is a steal in my opinion. And I think a lot of podcasts have, you know, have talked about this nationally, but Giannis is the next name to watch on a bunch of this stuff. And not just, Hey, he's the next star to watch, blah, blah, blah. But he can really tilt a lot of like CBA stuff. A lot of like what Giannis does with his future is going to be huge for the league, for small markets for how things are set up now. Like if he stays, it's like, "Oh, well this is working." Like cool, he stayed. If he says I bolts for LA or New York, I mean we could see drastic changes at that point. I mean, it's it, it
0: it literally the CBA and the league could be tilted off what Giannis does. Because it feels like there's been enough players that have done both things. There's been the Davises, yeah. there's been the Kawhis that have forced their way out of their situation in San Antonio and New Orleans. There's been the Lillard's and the, now you know the Steph Curry's and the Draymonds now that have have re-signed and re twice now and stayed in their 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 places. So there's been enough on both sides to where whatever Giannis does, that's going to be like you you'll have enough evidence to prove your side, right? If the, when the Players Association and the and the NBA come together and they they do a new CBA, I don't know when the new CBA comes up. I can't remember. When they when they do that, there's gonna be enough evidence that like, well, Giannis did this and AD and Kawhi, or it's gonna be like, well, Lillard and and you know Steph and Giannis did this. You know if the, if there's just enough evidence on both sides because so many things have happened, which is which yeah. is crazy and and it's cool for the league. I think I think the league is in a good place. I, the player movement, I'm I'm cool with it. I've always been cool with it. Players getting to choose their own situations, you know, just coming to grips with. with who I'm they, cool with
1: it to an extent.
0: What part are what, you not cool with? What AD did. I'm not cool. Yeah, I'm not yeah, cool. Yeah.
1: I'm not cool with signing a long term deal, and it's a, and I've never been cool with this. Like when it comes to like NFL either. When when guys are two years into a five year deal and they're like they got three years left or two years left and they're like holding out and stuff. I'm like, man,
0: this is which NFL is a little bit different. I get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It but, it becomes yeah. a gray area though because then if the player has two years left in their deal, they're more valuable to another team. So the team that they you know tell that they want to trade could get more for them. So you're kind of doing a solid to your team if you do that. Uh, but you just, the, the way that it was public by Anthony Davis is kind of like, that was shady, right? Like that that was when you're, you're you're doing your team wrong. They still got a haul for him. I think, I think whether it was public or private, I think they would have gotten a similar deal. Right?
1: Well, yeah, that's the crazy thing about it is AD went in there and said, Hey, I want out and I I don't just want out, but I want one team. And that's the type of route that you like hate if players do that because then you you're automatically the team loses leverage because okay well if you don't trade me then i'm just going to free agency out of all of that they still got the haul that they did which is absolutely yeah. incredible <laughs> um but yeah it just yeah just how that the ad stuff in new orleans scared me a little bit just because it just yeah i mean what what stops players from signing a four-year deal and saying hey a year in i'm out like just causing a yeah, I just think I think that is at least a pause for concern a little bit, but yeah, but but I get both I get both sides too. I get the business side and saying, hey, well teams can trade me and all this stuff, which I one hundred percent get. So uh, it's definitely a gray area on both sides.
0: All right, let's take another break, and when we come back, let's discuss Luca and Porzingis' stat lines and comparing the two for next year. Who's gonna have the better stat line? Coming up next. All right, Isaac. So, give me another mailbag question. I know we had one about Luca and Porzingis' stat lines for next season. Hey,
1: I had a funny one first. Okay, it's give me a quick, quick funny one. We
0: don't have a ton of time.
1: Stop it with this time stuff. I have to. What One more thing. Now, um, this one was DM'd to us. Can you guys make mention of Luca continuing to drive and take Instagram videos? It really disturbs me. Oh,
0: my gosh. I think this guy has also DM'd me. This is his. This is his platform. If everyone was going to run for public office, this would be his platform. <laughs> is that he hates when Luca? But this is a thing with, with NBA players. I honestly think that, I honestly think that he's driving and looking at the road, and he just Instagrams without looking at it. And I don't really have a problem with it, but it is kind without of without looking I mean, at the
1: road. With
0: <laughs> no, without looking <laughs> at his phone, uh, it is kind of dumb. But he also, I mean, it's not like he's. I don't know. Like zooming in using two hands, right? I will
1: say no one knows if it's Luca that's taping it. What if somebody's awesome. wrapping around from the back seat and doing it at that angle? We don't True, know. True
0: or like the LeBron thing where he's always getting driven around? Like Luca could have a driver. I don't know.
1: The driver is the one that's posting it. You never know. If
0: Luca's driver is driving him and Instagramming <laughs> from his account at the same time, that guy needs a raise. <laughs> Would we have a worse problem if it was the driver or if it was Luca doing it himself? I
1: don't think we'd be getting DMs if it was Luca's driver. Just leave.
0: But if Luca's driver was doing it, we'd be all up in arms because he's not taking care of, of Luca. Of uh,
1: Luca. He's he's risking Luca. Uh, all right, serious question. <laughs> this one's just uh, wait, point Wait, wait, to
0: answer that question, yes, it is bad, but what are we going to do? I mean, what are we going to do about it?
1: Yeah, I'm not losing sleep over it, so... No. Uh, this one is just a point-blank question that is very hard to answer, but we're going to at least talk about it. Who will have the better stat line next year, mm. KP
0: or Luka? Okay, so I have their stat lines pulled up from last year. Um, uh, hold on. Let me let me move off LaMarcus Aldridge's stats. And, <laughs> so <laughs> um, so Luka's last season and then Porzingis' 2017-18 season, his all-star season, he only played 48 games. They both played just about the same number of minutes, 32 32- Point two for Luca and thirty two point four for Porzingis. So you don't have to do the per 36 thing. Uh Porzingis averaged like one and a half more points, pretty much. Uh this was wild to me. Okay. The seven foot three player shot almost forty percent from three, 395 percent. Luca, who led the league or second in the league in step back threes, just shot thirty-two point seven percent. So the seven foot three player shot. Way better from three. The six foot eight player shot fifty over 50% from two point range, and the seven foot three player shot 45.4% from two point range. <laughs> That's crazy to me. That's just so complete opposite of what you would think. Yeah, and
1: it just shows you kind of where the league is. <laughs> you know, you show those stat lines and these like player measurements to guys 30 years ago. And like, what in the world?
0: Also, Luka averaged 1.2 more rebounds per game. Than
1: yeah. Who is seven point. Also, Luca averaged more blocks. No, I'm just kidding. He did, uh, but he did average more rebounds than than KP. So, who will have the better stat line? This okay. So, what? Let's just okay. Let's just say this. Let's it's just so go down subjective. through. Yes, it is very subjective. But let's go down to a few of the main and just these main um stats and just say who do you think will have the higher percentage on this? Okay. Like field goal percentage. Next year. Luca or KP.
0: So in their last season it was pretty close. Luca's at forty two point seven. Porzingis is at forty three point nine. Field goal percentage to me I don't care about as much because they take so many threes that it just Yeah, didn't...
1: when Shaq used to average like seventy five percent or something and they are like, Oh my gosh, look at Shaq, my like, Shaq <laughs> can't literally only dunk. So
0: uh you take that back. Shaq could do a lot more than dunk, but
1: Oh, cool. He had a like drop hook.
0: And the under the basket. Yeah, anyway. Um. So the field goal percentage doesn't better. mean doesn't mean better as much magic. To me. I want to look at three point and two point percentage.
1: All right, three point. Okay. Well, I'll say Porzingis has a better field goal percentage than Luca. Um, three he point should percentage. he's seven foot three. Shut up. Yes, but still, <laughs> three point percentage. Who has the highest percentage next
0: year? I th- I mean it's I think it's Porzingis. I think he's a better three point shooter.
1: <laughs> oh, I think he is too.
0: But yeah. Luca also has to take higher you know, like higher skilled and, and he has to, he, he takes threes like his, his pump step back three just got put in NBA 2K. Yeah. And they called man. it Luka Doncic's pump, pump fake step back three, which <laughs> is super cool. Like that's in the patch notes. I think KP's
1: going to have more, you know, more open, more set shot threes too. He's going to have more pick and pop threes. And he's where- seven
0: foot three. He shoots over everyone. Somebody sent me the sports <laughs> science thing where the, uh, that guy that does sports science or used to do sports science, would try to see how high he had to get for Luca, for Porzingis to not be able to block his shot. Uh, or no, to block Porzingis' shot just by Porzingis just taking a shot. And he had to stack like 12 boxes, like one foot high. Not one foot high. He had to stack like 12 boxes to be able to like block Porzingis' shot because his release point is so high. Porzingis, wow. like... Because you think about Porzingis, he's seven foot three, and his release point is probably... I don't know, half a foot above his head, and he jumps. <laughs> and he jumps. Like, he jumps? Seven three,
1: like watch wild. Boban and some of these guys, like seven three guys, don't jump, and he jumps.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. His release point. So, I think that that definitely helps with his three point percentage too. Um, and let's just and we went through Porzingis's point guards that he's played with. I mean, the best point guard he played with was uh like Jarrett Jack. Jared Jack, yes. <laughs> right? Like he's gonna be playing with Luca, and this is the best playmaker he's ever played with.
1: All right, real quick in the quick, NBA for for time rebounds, who averages more? I think Luca. I think he does because too. Th-
0: if Luca's gonna be the point guard, then they're gonna do the Russell Westbrook thing with him. And uh, like I went through Russell Westbrook a ton of West- Russell Westbrook's rebounds for my a video I did for Free Dawkins. I think it's called "Is Russell Westbrook stat padding" or something like that. Yes, and he is. um, yeah, he does, but it's also designed in their offense that they want him to grab the rebounds. So like guys do get out of the way because it's better for. Russell Westbrook to just grab the rebound and run with it. Then for Steven Adams to grab the rebound, then pass it to Westbrook. Then, then he runs with it. You know, it's, it's like that. So uh, I think Luca
1: assist Luca blocks KP and then points who averaged more points between the two.
0: That's tough.
1: (laughs) I know. That's a Uh tough
0: one. I mean, I think they're honestly going to be both at 25. Dang. It's going to be crazy. What did Luca average at the end of this, this season? Cause that's going to be a better look. Cause he, I mean, he was really running the show. Yeah, but
1: he's not going to, he didn't have KP at that point though. I mean, uh, his best player, his best teammate was like Trey Burke.
0: That's sad. As I'm one.
1: sorry. No, it wasn't. Um, I'm going to go. <sighs> I'll go. Luca has a higher. I don't know. That's hard. I think Luca plays more games than KP. KP's going to set out his handful of games. But still, I think it's like the games KP does play in, he's going to put up points. So better stat line next year. Sure, I'll go with Luca.
0: Whoa, I forgot about this. Luca actually averaged more points in the beginning of the season than he did at the end.
1: Yeah, because the end was just a crapshoot. Yeah, it was. It was just crazy.
0: Pre-All-Star break, he averaged... Oh no! I guess he went up two points per game. Mm. Whatever. I don't remember.
1: Nick, what about our time right now?
0: <laughs> Stop. <laughs> What's our time at? We're just about. We're just about wrapping up here. So, uh, yeah, I think it's so subjective the who has the better stat line. Uh, but it's gonna be awesome to see how they they work off each other and how they help each other and um, like how Luca sets up Porzingis and how. Uh, Porzingis spaces the floor for Luca like that. That's going to be super awesome to see.
1: Oh, I can't wait. This duo is going to be absolutely insane. are we,
0: what are we, like 78 seventy eight days, 79 g- days away from Madden regular of you out season?
1: There, one of you tweeted us and said, hey, what about an 80-day?
0: Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Mike, Dom.
1: <laughs> for a 80-day uh, pod streak until the first game. Nobody like, wants that, not even do us. Y'all, do y'all want to uh, kill us in pods? I think my wife would kill you all. Yeah, she would. She <laughs> His would pregnant wife again. would
0: kill you guys.
1: <laughs> With our one-year-old crawling through the floor. <laughs> Sorry, babe. 74th
0: podcast tonight. <laughs> 74 and 74 days. All right. There you go, guys. That's the mailbag. Um, we will continue to do some more stuff. We got some what-ifs this summer, other things like that. We're excited. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Maps. Ba, 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 peace out. Boom. Oh, one more thing.